Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and Beaches Vacation.com. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to have a lot of fun. I can't wait to talk about this subject with my guest. So let's just jump into it, and please join me in welcoming Diana Barnes to our program. Welcome, Diana. Thank you so much, Deb. I'm so excited to be here. You know, we really are going to have a lot of fun because... What we talk about frequently on the program are the the hardcore, you know, we have soft and we have hard things <laughs> that, that we deal with on our businesses, how to do websites, how to do direct mail. Um, I've had a, a person on who, who talked about how to speak properly, you know, all Ooh. these various things. But these soft sciences and soft subject matters are as important as, as those things. In fact, in many cases, they are more important because if we don't have our mind and our spirit and our soul, all those various things in the right place, we can't do business. It's not going to matter if we have the greatest website in the world and 900 <laughs> bazillion Facebook friends. It's not going to matter. And so that's what's going to be so fascinating to talk to you today. Yes, I love it. I totally agree. Great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you. So Thanks. Diana Barnes is an award-winning trainer, speaker, success, and business coach with over 23 years of experience. She's a mom, a former corporate woman, an entrepreneur who's owned her coaching business since 2006 while juggling a demanding corporate job leading multi-million dollar sales teams and e-marketing campaigns. She helps coaches, healers, and heart-centered entrepreneurs attract clients so that they can make more money doing what they love without feeling salesy or, heaven forbid, working 24-7. So again, Diana, welcome. Thank you, Deb. Thank you. Great. Well, one of the things that I always like to ask is how did you get into doing this? How did, how did you decide that this was your passion in life? Mm, that's a great question. So, wow. Um, so as you mentioned, I've had my own coaching business since 2006. Mm -hmm. And really, I've always had it, right? I think those of us that are coaches and healers and, you know, really work with right. people, we, we have that, that starting in like sixth grade, we have, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, we just, we're kind of born with it or we're divinely led to have it. Mm -hmm. So I've always had this coaching I'm going to use quotes, even though you can't see them calling. Mm -hmm. Right. But what the pivotal moment for me was where I kind of decided I'm leaving the corporate world and I'm going to do this full time was my son turned 16. Mm -hmm. And I had that moment that I think a lot of us have where mm -hmm. my life flashed before my eyes. And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my gosh, 
my son's, you know, in a couple of years, he's going to be off to college. He's going to be out of the house. I have, he has a younger sister. And I just, I was like, I really want to be home with my kids for their teenage years. And I want to have, you know, a super successful business where I can, you know, help people. And that's what happened for me. That's when the two kind of came together, the personal and the business. And I've been loving it ever since. Great. Great. Well, you know, it's it is very interesting that you left corporate America. You know, some people think that corporate America is the greatest thing in the world. And they look at us, you know, those of us who have our (laughs) offices in the basement, in, you know, our our guest bedroom, you know, a small place, all these various things. They look at us like we're just absolute bananas. And (laughs) and of course, once we do it, we never go back. I mean, very rarely does someone go back into corporate America. (laughs) And but often when they do, it's because there's a mismatch. You know, they're, they're not, for, for whatever reason, they're not as successful as they want to be. And, and of course, the tricky thing is that we all have to define successful by our own measurements. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all fall into the trap of, well, he has this and she has that. And, ew, hey, you know, and, and no, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. what works for them. Um, but, frequently it's it's because we've lost that passion we've lost that inner i I hate to use the word drive because sometimes that's Mm -hmm. in a a negative context but you know we we just want to go back and have somebody tell us this is what we want you to do eight hours a day Mm -hmm. um so you know the the it does take a special personality for someone to be an entrepreneur, to have a small business, you know, and, and small businesses can have hundreds of employees, you know, we don't ever want to. Oh, yeah. And but it does. It takes that special person. And, and I mentioned it at the start. There really is that inner that that takes priority and has to be there. Um, you know, I always laugh about the people who say, you know, if you love your job, it's not really a job. <laughs> I mean, there's parts of what I do that I really don't want to do. Now, the cool thing is I finally figured out outsource, you know, a good portion mm-hmm. of those. But, you know, how do you work with a business person? And and you, you mentioned that, that you are a coach who mm-hmm. really is kind of struggling because that is your uh passion is to help those business owners who are thinking, oh my God, Diana, I just can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you totally mentioned it uh, when you kind of opened the show and you started talking about the soft skills. Mm -hmm. And what I find and what I work with clients on is really marrying those soft skills with those hard business skills, right? So my sweet spot is, you know, taking the spiritual side, the Mm -hmm you know, the mindset tools that you need to be super successful and, and marrying it with the practical. Okay. So it's so, you know, I feel like it's so important, right? You know how to outsource and that's huge, right? We don't want to do the things that we don't Mm -hmm. want to do, but also sometimes you have to kick yourself in the butt and Mm -hmm. be like, you know, yeah, you're going to have to have a couple sales conversations in order to grow your business in order to help more people and, and be successful in your own world. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that's what it's all about for me is just really teaching people how to book those calls, how to use their spiritual gifts in their business mm-hmm. and really go crazy. Right. Well, let's talk about those spiritual gifts, because we you know, we again, we think about the hard skills. Well, I'm good in Excel or I'm a people person. And so I'm I'm good at sales or <laughs> I'm a good public speaker, you know, whatever it is. So what do you mean by spiritual gifts? 
What I mean by spiritual gifts, some people know what they are. Some people don't. I actually have a little fun exercise. I don't know if it would be interesting for your listeners or not. We could go through it. Okay. So So am I your your guinea pig? (laughs) You're my guinea pig. Yep, Deb, you get to be the guinea pig. So take out a piece of paper or you don't even have to. You can just like put a little X on a piece of paper. Okay. So I have, you know, what I call them, there's seven spiritual gifts and you can think of them any way you want. And they're just different, you know, kind of characteristics Mm -hmm. that we tend to resonate with. So the first one is principle. Mm -hmm. So if your spiritual gift is principle, you have a love for the rules, you love structure, order, neat and tidiness. Mm -hmm. So if that's you, put a little mark on your paper. Mm-hmm. The next one is mind. So if your spiritual gift is mind, you're very thoughtful. You love to learn. You receive inf- inspiration. You're open to new things. Mm-hmm. The next one is soul. So if your spiritual gift is soul, you're very centered. You're calm in all situations. I think of like yoga teachers. Yoga yeah, instructors, that's not me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit. So if you if you resonate with spirit, you express joy, fun, energy, enthusiasm. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of spazzy. You know, that's mm-hmm. one of my spiritual gifts that I mm-hmm. relate to. Life, uh, spiritual gift of life. You're nurturing, caring, thoughtful. You kind of like to garden, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Truth. So spiritual gift of truth. You have goodness, purpose, and a really strong love for what's morally right. Okay. Very black and white. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is love. So if you have a spiritual gift of love, you're heart-centered, peaceful. You see the good in everything and everyone. Mm -hmm. So which one, Deb, jumped out at you? Probably spirit. Um, you know, like you said, little, little wacky, little out there. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but I'm also guessing that someone is not just one of these things um you know so it might be spirit and love because i you know i do like to nurture was was Mm -hmm. love nurture was that life um but you know we're helping people you know that's that's what i do is i like to help people but i'm a little bit wackadoodle when i'm doing it (laughs) yeah exactly and really we can use all seven Mm -hmm. but you're right you're totally right People tend to gravitate to one or two mm-hmm. more than the rest. Mm-hmm. And then what that means on the practical side, so spirit gifted people usually when it comes to their marketing and their sales are really good in person, okay. either virtually or um, in, you know, one on one in person. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really good. They're kind of people person, right? People right. will tend to say you have a great energy. So you might want to, if you were looking for a marketing or a networking strategy, you might want to find networking groups that really work mm-hmm. for you. You okay. may be great on stage or exactly what we're doing now, mm-hmm. having your own show. So how does that land for you? Does that feel that true? does, um, you know, and, and I'll be honest, and this is probably something that is, you know, for, for other people who are spirit, being in a home office is often very difficult for me because mm-hmm. I'm here with just my cats and, yep. you know, and, and, and I'm not getting that feedback, you know, meeting people face to face. And so I do have to watch, you know, when, I, when mm-hmm. I'm out that I don't get too rambunctious and, you know, the, hi, I'm so glad to see you type of, of thing. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, I do need, I need other people's energy to support my energy. Yeah, that's exactly right. So and so the opposite of that or a different person might be like someone who resonates with mind. Mm -hmm. They love to write. They might 
love to write sales copy or, you know, write a book or, you know, that kind of thing, which mm-hmm. is probably not your favorite thing to do. Could not. Yeah. No. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. I've talked with guests before, you know, a lot along these same things. Um, I had a great guest talking about introverts and extroverts. Mm-hmm. And she she is an introvert, and I'm clearly, obviously, an extrovert. <laughs> Journaling is one of those things. And and she said, you know, introverts really like to journal. They like to write, mm-hmm. you know, all these various. And, and I told her, I said, I never could. You know, when I was a little girl and you got the diary, because that was one of the <laughs> diaries that had the little keys, right? You know, those cute little things. And, you know, you got them for Christmas. And mm-hmm. if... I was doing good at it. I made it through like two weeks in January before it was just now I'm not doing this anymore. And and by then it had digressed into got up, went to school, came home, went to bed because it just I didn't mm-hmm. want to write about that. And I'll be honest, I struggle still with having to really write and especially write. You know, I can write copy. I can write content, all of those various things. But to write about me? No, uh-uh, mm-hmm. not so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that. So, so, yeah, that's something you could outsource, mm-hmm. right? Right. But you can use the gifts that you have in your business, mm-hmm. and that, that's what helps kind of move you along. Mm-hmm. So, love right. it. So, what are but, you, you? You mentioned that you are spirit. You know, what other overlaps do you have? Similar to you. So, mm-hmm. I'm spirit and I'm love because mm-hmm. I just love everybody, love everything. I want us to all get along, mm-hmm. you know, respect each other and our beliefs and, yeah, so that's the one that I really mm-hmm. connect with a lot. And that's why I do, you know, I talk about heart-centered mm-hmm. um, networking on LinkedIn and heart-centered sales. It, that comes from the love kind mm. of spiritual gift. Okay. Yeah. So now how do people figure these things out? You know, yes, you can can say it very quickly, but, you know, like like we just did. But obviously we need to delve more deeply in into things. So do you work with people so that they can really hone in on what their, their true spiritual skills are? I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I do. So, you know, I marry the spiritual with the practical. So okay. I work with clients on their attract, you know, client attraction strategy. Mm-hmm. So how to book three to five calls a day, mm-hmm. how to network, what, you know, is their business model aligned to their spiritual gift, mm-hmm. how to get referrals and follow up, you know, and then in some of the hard stuff, I'm really good with technology. So, mm-hmm. you know, how to use technology. And I have a, a secret kind of email follow up system that I use that's really powerful that people just jump up and down when they see it. Right. Um, yeah. But, and I love that you are very specific that you're matching it with those hard skills. Um, you know, I think a lot of times people go, oh, that's so kumbaya, and it's really <laughs> not going to do do me anything that's good. But it is about matching those. I mean, you know, I was thinking about, say, a, a person who has to do sales. Mm-hmm. If they don't have that right personality, it's not going to matter with the training they have, the product, you know, any of those things. They have to know, are they the type of person that can, can go into sales? Um, mm-hmm. you know, when I was talking to the, the person who was the introvert, she said, it doesn't matter how much she would prepare, would practice, would do whatever. She's not going to be a big public speaker. 
You know, mm-hmm. she can she can do small groups, but mm-hmm. the thought of a bigger group is just absolutely terrifying to her. And she said, and not only that, it's not terrifying, it's that her brain is not wired to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I love getting to know all of these things to really figure out, okay, this is why this didn't work. And that's right. why this does work. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. And that's, I work with clients a lot on that because that introvert that you're talking about, mm-hmm. a lot of times people are trying to force themselves to be someone they're not. Right. And then they get frustrated and that's when they go back to corporate and want someone to tell them what to do mm-hmm. eight hours a day. But right. if you can find your sweet spot and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, my sweet spot is networking on LinkedIn and that's all you have to do to have a successful business, then just do that. Mm-hmm. You know, or if you want to speak, just do that. Mm-hmm. but don't don't try to be what everybody else says is the secret sauce. Well, and we've all worked with people, obviously, in, in all of these other categories. And then it's been enlightening to kind of think back. Um, you know, I worked with a, a woman, and this was many years ago. Oh, my gosh, she was intelligent. She was in, extremely skilled, all of these various things. And, and on this, I would assume that she probably comes under the principal um, mm. type of... of uh, mm-hmm. um, and because she really liked knowing this is what she was going to be doing at nine o'clock. This is what Mm -hmm. she was going to be doing at 10 o'clock. My husband, for example, is like that. I mean, the list that he makes, he breaks them down by five minutes. And I look at that and go, (laughs) I don't need that. Whatever. Um, But this was in an ad agency. And Mm. as you know, you know, if, if you're familiar with ad agencies, PR firms, marketing firms, we don't know what we're doing five minutes from now, let alone tomorrow at, you know, three o'clock or, or whatever it is. And so she really struggled because she mm-hmm. needed that structure. And she went back into corporate America where they mm-hmm. really did say, you know, at nine o'clock, you're going to be doing this. And, and, and right. of course she thrived and there was absolutely nothing wrong with that. And that was, you know, that was the cool thing was she figured out, Hey, this is what I need to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly perfect. And good for her that she figured that out too, right. because we need everybody in all different walks mm-hmm. of life. That's why we're here right. <laughs> to complement each other. And, and that's true. You, you just said it exact and that's complement each other. You know, it's the, the, you know, if we really want to get kumbaya, it's the yin, the yang, you know, all those various <laughs> things. But I mean, look around at the people we know, you know, just say 10 people that, that you come across. Those mm. that you know are in the right fit for whatever it is that they're doing, corporate America, small business, you know, whatever it is, you can see it. They, they kind right. of glow. They have that energy. And then when you see those people that are struggling or angry or whatever it is, you just want to go up and say, oh, please, can we help you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And it's, it's very hard, especially if you are a small business owner thinking, I have to pay the bills. Hello. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's kind of the biggie. And I, and, and we are isolated in many cases. You know, we, I mentioned the fact that, you know, here we are in, in our guest bedroom with our office set up, you know, whatever it is. Right. So you know, we don't have those other people. And that's sometimes where you need that team. You know, mm-hmm. you, you need somebody who, you know, you, you need the mind person, you know, like, yeah. I, you know, I'm the spirit person. Okay. I need that person who's the mind person who's going to bring me back down to earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're working with small business owners, how do you kind of get through this process with them? So I usually like to start with the, you know, kind of the spiritual gifts and then take a holistic view at the whole business, Mm -hmm. right? Understand what's going on, what's working, what isn't working. Mm -hmm. If they've had super success, what did that look like? Mm -hmm. 
um, and then recreate that plan. Okay. Um, and you're, and it's kind of like, you know, how in small businesses, sometimes consultants will come in and they'll do like a personality test, right? right. They'll do mm-hmm. a disc or a Myers-Briggs or whatever. And you nail, you, you actually nailed it talking about the different personalities or the different gifts and mm-hmm. looking at each person and really analyzing and then saying, okay, where, where are the gaps? Where's the holes and how can we, you know, fill that mm-hmm. so that you have that business that just, works on autopilot, right? You need your marketing person, your salesperson, your CEO, mm-hmm. put it all together. Right. And, you know, and it is hard when we're by ourselves. So that's where we need mastermind groups, where we mm-hmm. need, you know, some type of interaction with other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there's so many of them out there, too. Mm-hmm. It's just making sure that you find a networking group or you hop online and, you know, it depends on your personality, but, you know, mm-hmm. hop online and join a group online. It's just the resources out there are amazing. Right. And the cool thing is that the resources are there. You know, with the technology the way it is, we can connect with anybody anywhere at any time. Um, You know, and and that's what's so cool about it. So, you know, you might be maybe you're an an expat, you know, so you're somebody who's an American citizen who is Mm -hmm. in another country. You can still be networking with people in the United States or maybe Mm -hmm. you're in another country and you want to work with people in the United States. You know, there's obviously so many ways that you can do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you were talking about that earlier, just the listeners here mm-hmm. today, right? They're from all over the world and you're pulling them together just through your own who you are and what you're doing. So, yeah, that's really that's really great. Now, one what? of the things that you talk about is your unique self. What do you mean when you say unique self? When I say unique self, I'm really talking about who you are and how you express your spiritual gift, Mm -hmm. right? So you identified with spirit. Mm -hmm. I identify with spirit, but obviously we're not the same person, right? right? Mm -hmm. You have your your uniqueness. Mm -hmm. And we tend to know inside ourselves, I think, um, who we uniquely are, Mm -hmm. right? You know what makes you you. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by unique self. It's just like taking a minute, you know, this is the woo-woo side, right? Taking a minute, mm-hmm. take a deep breath and just embodying all that is good about you. Mm-hmm. And then working with that, um, you know, how many times do we all hear, I hate sales. I don't want to do sales. Mm-hmm. That's not probably what you actually hate. There's a part of that process, you know, and, and so, you know, when you recognize the skills that you can bring to that, then sales will work for you. And, and you know, we I mentioned it in your bio that we're not feeling salesy. You know, so mm-hmm. many times when we get salesy, it's because we're desperate. You know, the, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, Diana, I need you to buy from me and buy from me right now or I'm not going to be able to feed my kids tonight. No, my gosh. Yeah. You know, and then we just go <laughs> off into the stratosphere. Yeah. But, you know, let's, let's talk more about that. How, you know, if, if, say, I were to come to you and just be squeaking and carrying on, how would you, again, work with me to find that unique self? So the thing with your unique self, and this is where people, like, when people worry about being salesy, mm-hmm. that's usually a fear. There's some kind of fear or block that's in okay. their way. Right. So, you know who you uniquely are. Mm -hmm. You know, you're super enthusiastic and fun and loving and, you know, you want to help the world and, you know, share everything. Talk talk about soft skills and business Mm -hmm. skills. So take that and take a step back 
and, you know, be calm, right? Mm-hmm. I would work with you to be calm, take a deep breath. Stop and the then squeaking. Put, <laughs> stop the squeaking. Stop squeaking. And then, you know, work through a process together of, okay, why do you do what you do? Mm-hmm. And what's your dream? What's your goal? What's your calling? Um, what's your business about? Because you're doing it for a reason. Right. And usually the reason has something outside of you. Mm-hmm. you know, yes, of course, we all want to make money, but that's usually not the only reason. There's mm-hmm. something else. Like for me, I love helping coaches and healers learn how to use their skills, you know, just to have sales mm-hmm. and not feel salesy. Right. And so that's where we would start. Mm-hmm. And, and then putting that process together and then we say, okay, what are we going to do, Deb? What's what works for you that'll help you reach out in a way that feels really good. So you're excited and you're squeaky and you're happy in a good way. Right. And you share it's, about it's not your the business. Panic squeak. It's the, I'm so excited about this. Squeak. Like, I'm so excited. I really want to tell you about this. Are you, uh, you know, do you want to hear? And right. you'll yes. Mm-hmm. So then it's not salesy. It's not freaky. It's not scary. It's mm-hmm. you're just sharing and you're not selling. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it's funny because with sales is, you know, and we all have to sell. Anybody who thinks I don't, I don't want to sell, I'm, then they shouldn't be in business. Mm-hmm. There are other people that need to go back into corporate America. Um, mm-hmm. But for those of us who are responsible for selling our business, you know, selling our products, our services, whatever it is, yes, we have to do sales. And part of what I recognized about myself was the the, the cold calling. I absolutely hated that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like going to somebody I didn't know and had no relationship with to try and sell them something. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's interesting because there are, there really are people who love that. And I'm in awe of them. You know, they think that's the <laughs> yeah. greatest thing in the world to do. And I truly hated it. And part of that was because after I got out of college, I had a job doing hotel mm-hmm. sales. So not only was I making cold calls, I didn't like where I worked, you know, and, and oh, so trying to yeah. convince somebody to buy a product that I didn't like, you know, just that's total recipe for disaster. And, you know, and I think that maybe sometimes where we have these misperceptions about sales is we, we got into it in the, mm-hmm. in the wrong way. I was about to say wrong, but, yeah. you know, in, in a way that just wasn't the best. But yeah, so I recognize that for me, I need to have at least a basic relationship with somebody. So even if it's just to say, hey, Diana, we're connected Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. Now, you know, I'm not going to be one Mm -hmm. of those nasty people that, you know, you connect with me on LinkedIn and five seconds later you get the, hi, I'm, you know, those type of emails. Um, But, you know, you have to have some relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what works best for me. And that's, that's exactly what I love to work with people on. It's, Mm -hmm. and I love, you know, I love LinkedIn, but I love LinkedIn. I Mm -hmm. love connecting on LinkedIn and it's all about just meeting people. If Mm -hmm. you come at it from a perspective of, I just want to meet people and you send them a message saying, Hey, you know, I looked at your profile. You look really interesting. I'm Mm -hmm. fascinated. I'd love to learn more about your business or whatever. You know, I just want to connect. Let's just connect. Mm -hmm. Then it's not, sales, but you have to reach out. You have, I mean, someone once told me when I first started my business and I was, I'm kind of giggling. It's like, well, Diana, you know, you're going to have to actually talk to people. if right. you want to have. You're going to have to ask them. Hey, you know, I know you're, I'm like, 
oh, yeah, I guess so. You're going to have to talk to people, you know, somehow, some way, whether it's in your copy or in your blog or on your podcast or through LinkedIn. So it's all about how you approach it. And then I work, you know, one-on-one with people to craft the message, right? What do they actually say Mm -hmm. that feels really good, that isn't salesy, that starts those connections? So, yeah. I got a fabulous one on LinkedIn uh, just a couple of days ago, and and it was an email, you know, and, and what a lot of people don't realize is you can download all of the information off of LinkedIn for your connections. Mm-hmm. That's Now, LinkedIn yeah. will encourage you to do that because mm-hmm. if their system ever crashes, you know, now granted they have multiple servers, all those various things, but they don't yeah. want you to lose your connections. And so you can download that, but you know, for heaven's sake, yeah, people, and you they, get all their, and you get all their right, email addresses. Right, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. so, you know, so you've got that information. Do not put that in your constant contact. Do not, no. you know, do not pass go, do not collect $200. But I got this one from this woman yesterday. And first thing she said was, we are first degree LinkedIn connections. Mm-hmm. And I read your profile which that always intrigues me. Did they really read my profile or not? Because mm-hmm. then it's okay. What are they going to try and sell me? I love the people who try and sell me how to do social media. I'm like, well, clearly you didn't read my profile, mm-hmm. but you know, she's, and so she said, you know, I've, I've read through your profile. I have started a Facebook group. I think you might be interested in. And then she said those magic words. I didn't want to just automatically add you, which right. We hate that on Facebook. Right. When yeah. just adds us to a group. Mm-hmm. So then she described it and, it and it was very much like she was just speaking to me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, OK, this sounds interesting. And I get I get probably one of those a day and mm-hmm. I ignore probably 99 percent of them. But the way she had crafted this was so conversational mm-hmm. and non salesy that. I clicked the link and joined the Facebook group. Um, you right. know, and, and, and it's funny because it's not a group really that pertains to what she sells or anything like that. She's, mm-hmm. she clearly knows it's about building those relationships first. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an excellent example. I love it. Yes. And some key points don't automatically add people to your email list just because they're, you know, you mm-hmm. have them on LinkedIn. That's mm-hmm. a huge no, no. And you said exactly the other one too. Don't automatically add people to your Facebook group. That's mm-hmm. another thing. Right. It's just rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I well, think it's, and it, it, it's easy. That's, that's the problem is it's, it's very easy to do those things. And so that's why a lot of people do it. And, you know, but yeah, I'll be looking through my Facebook feed and think, where's this information coming from? Well, somebody added me to a group and I tend to then get very annoyed and block the group and do all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what I really liked is, as I was saying about this woman was it was very conversational, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and she was upfront, you know, we're, yeah. I never met you. We're just LinkedIn first degree connections. Mm-hmm. I love it. And actually that, I have what I call the heart centered model and she's Mm -hmm. following it perfectly because, you know, H is honest, right? Mm -hmm. She was super honest with Mm -hmm. you. E is for engaging and she engaged with you. And, and the other thing that she did really, really well was she made it personal, right? Right. She took the time to actually read your profile. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. When you take the time to look at somebody's website or, you know, Google them or understand a little bit more about their business. That's when you make heart centered connections and you're not being salesy. Right. So yeah, I you love know, and, it. And and she probably had, you know, I'm just guessing here, maybe, maybe five scripted emails 
Because, you know, what I'm thinking is we're telling people this and they're like, oh, my God, Mm -hmm. I don't have that much time. So she already had the drafts written out. Mm -hmm. And then she picked and chose which one she sent to. Now, she might have, you know, done the thing where she was only interested in one type of person. So she only had one format. But, you know, Mm -hmm. in this day and age of cut and paste, you can fly through this really pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You can or have your VA do it. And yeah, mm-hmm. I always say write three to five messages and put your follow up strategy together. You want to send the first message and then two or three days later, send the second message. And don't be surprised if somebody doesn't reply, right. you know, right away. It takes us mm-hmm. even in the corporate world. It's what, five to eight touches before mm-hmm. somebody will respond. So it kind of coordinates you know, in our worlds as well. It's just we're busy people. Mm-hmm. And it was funny when you mentioned having your VA do it, you know, I want to do a word of caution with that because that person has to really know you and know your connections. Um, I had sent a a message to somebody through LinkedIn who I actually knew very well. And part of what I was saying was, oh, my gosh, I've lost your email address. Um, But. You know, and 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 I was saying, you know, hey, we need to, to catch up. But I, you know, lost your email address, yada, yada, yada. I got back something that the VA had written. Mm. It's so nice to make a connection with you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And so then I, you know, I, I mm-hmm. knew I, by then I knew how to, to reach this person. And I contacted her and I said, such bad form. I said, mm-hmm. you know, you and mm-hmm. I have been friends since high school. And when I got back this canned you know, mm-hmm. thank you so much for reaching out to connect with me. I said, you went down in my, you know, because I knew I didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I love the fact that in, you know, everything that you were doing, it's about how to be authentic, how to be, you know, a, as you mentioned it, that, you know, put your heart into things. And we can't do that when we get too into the, the process of being canned and simplifying and, and all of those things. We've just got to take that step back and, and really focus on there's a person that's there and not just somebody who might buy my product or service. Right. Yeah. No, you bring up a really good point. Um, what I was thinking, actually, is you could have a VA send out that initial message. But the right. minute someone mm-hmm. replies, you need to be yes. there and yep. be on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. right. Yeah. Because you don't want to come across that way at yeah. all. Yeah, you know, and 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 I have two VAs. Absolutely love them to to pieces. They are very skilled, very talented, and you know, uh, there are times where they can reply on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and where they know enough about what it is that they can do that. But typically, what they will also do is say, you know, hi, this is so and so. I'll make sure that Deb responds to this. So, mm-hmm. you know, that way they're getting that almost immediate contact. So they're not thinking, hey, you know, we just went off into the ozone, but that I will respond, you know, when, when I have the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, love it. Great. Love well, it. you know, you've got this great program and, and I downloaded this from your website, which oh, is you. the seven steps to harmony. Mm-hmm. And it, it struck me as I was reading through these because we especially as you know the the very busy people that we are you know the the moms the the dads the the employee the or not the employee the entrepreneur the small business owner the this the that the volunteer the you know all these various <laughs> things that 
harmony is this thing that doesn't really exist in our lives. <laughs> and so I love that that's what you call it. It's it's the harmony core process. So let's really go through that. I, I love this. So let's let's take the time. And, and folks, you know, what I'm talking about is, is you can go to Diana's website, which is dianabarnes.com, and sign up for free to get this. It's a mm-hmm. little worksheet that you can work through. And, and so let's let's kind of go through this. Sure. Yeah. So I like to give this worksheet to anybody who wants it to help them not feel salesy. Right. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the whole core part of it is. Right. It's a mindset tool to ditch that fear, mm-hmm. but you can use it in all, you know, really any aspect mm-hmm. of your life. Um, yeah. So it's seven steps. Mm-hmm. The first one, and we kind of touched on this already, the mm-hmm. honoring, that's right. honoring who you spiritually are. And that's, you know, I kind of went through with the seven spiritual gifts. It's just taking a minute to just really take a deep breath and only feel the good. Only feel what's going on in the universe that's good and honoring that. Right. Um, and, and of course, the tricky part is it has to be you. It's not what everybody else thinks you should be or you are. And so that that really is difficult, you know, because how many times have we been told, oh, hey, Diana, you're so bubbly. I bet you're good at doing X. And you're thinking, Mm -hmm. no. (laughs) Or worse, we've had a boss that has said you will do X. That's not really what I'm good at. So so I love this. So it's know and honor your spiritual attributes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your spiritual gifts, your spiritual attributes. If you don't know what they are, I say just, you know, take out a piece of paper and write down what what makes your heart jump up and down with joy. Like whatever that is. Some people love being moms. Some people love marketing. Some people love jumping rope, whatever it is. That's how you find who you spiritually are mm-hmm. and just really embracing that. Cool. So, yeah. OK, so what's number two? So number two is appreciate. Um, that's being grateful. That's writing down whatever it is, you know, and being really present to what is good in your life. So if you're stressed out or worried or things aren't going right, when you pause and you, even if it's just, I'm grateful the sun is out today, or I saw a butterfly or whatever it is, it's, that's, that's what appreciate is. And it's really just, it's going to click in your mind and it starts to shift that energy. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah. And sometimes it's hard because, you know, we, we, you know, we're thinking about how are we going to meet the, the next, you know, how am I going to pay my credit card next time? You know, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And then again, we've got that external feedback with, you know, somebody saying, well, you're not any good at this or you can't do that or, or whatever it is. And so we get caught up in being the negative Nellies and not appreciating really what we have around us. Mm-hmm. And actually, when you do appreciate, so if you're stressed out about your credit card, this is a little bit of a law of attraction stuff here. But mm-hmm. if you switch your mind, you actually change your energy, open yourself up so that solutions present themselves. Money can come to you if you're open to it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can pay your credit card bill. Right. So it, it is a little bit of a practical side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, yeah. and it might be ways that you never thought of. You know, part of that uh, appreciation and knowing your skills is thinking, well, maybe I should be doing this instead. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and truth be told, it might be, hey, we need to go back to corporate America or work for someone else or whatever. But, um, but yeah, thinking when, when we know what our skills are, we're much better able than to do, obviously, what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly right. And, and opportunities present themselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. 
Great. So number three. Number three is root. And root is, and we're spelling out harmony in case mm-hmm. anybody didn't notice, but um, <laughs> <laughs> root is all about grounding your intention. And so this is, you. since you touched on the credit card thing, I'm going to just kind of go with that. Mm-hmm. If you want to manifest money or if you want to have har- you know, money harmony, mm-hmm. rooting your intention is really important. And that's just really declaring what you want. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then writing it down, do it, do it quietly, do it inside yourself. You know, you don't want to jump up and down and make it really crazy, mm-hmm. but just knowing what your intention is, what you want to do, what, what you want to have, just putting that out in the universe, um, provides clarity. Right. Well, now do you tell people you, you still have to be realistic? You know, like I can't, I can't say, okay, I'm going to be a billionaire within the next six months. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah, that be I, fun? I wish. <laughs> yeah, I actually tell people to be very clear and very specific. Okay. So might very be, I'm going to pay my credit card. Okay. I would actually break that down even more. Okay. Deb. So I would be like, okay, so let's say you want, I don't know, pick a number, a thousand dollars to pay off your mm-hmm. credit card by the end of the month. I'll say, okay, what, you know, what is it that you want a thousand dollars for the month? Mm-hmm. What do you want today or this week? Mm-hmm. And give it a, a short and a specific time frame. Right. And then and then the universe tends to help with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't make it real big and crazy. Right, right. And and you know, obviously it can be anything. You know, you want five new clients, you want, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And I laugh because you know, part of what we do also in, in especially when we're talking about marketing and things, is that we have our B hags, our big, mm-hmm. hairy, audacious goals. But your big, hairy, audacious goal really still has to be something that is achievable. Um, you know, again, your, your, your goal might be that you have, you know, a hundred new clients. A big, hairy, audacious goal might be a hundred and fifty. An unrealistic is a thousand. Um, you right. know, and, and so, you know, think about those things when you're, when you're going through all of this is, and, and it's also important to not under, you know, so if you, th- mm-hmm. if you think you can get a hundred new clients in sixty, you know, six months, mm-hmm. Don't say 50. You right. Know, and, and I've seen people do that. Well, I met my goal. Well, that's mm-hmm. because you kind of undershot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't do that yeah. to yourself. <laughs> yeah. I always tell people, pick something that makes your stomach a little queasy. Mm-hmm. Like right. you don't want to be throwing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but you don't but you get that little feeling in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. Back to that squeak. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, right, right. Well, I love it. Yeah, totally. So what's the M, which is number so, four? Yeah. Number four, M is maintain. And that's where you kind of go back to the beginning because what happens, and we'll talk about this in step five, but what happens about this time in the process is you start to get a little nervous. Mm -hmm. So your stomach's a little nervous because you've declared your intention. You want five new clients and you start to feel a little scared. And so Mm -hmm. you have to go back to honoring or I call it maintaining. So just know you know, look at those spiritual gifts that you have. Look at what you're really good at and hold on to it really mm-hmm. tightly. And be like, you know what? The universe has my back, mm-hmm. you know, and then we go into I'm going to just transition right now into five, which is ousting. Mm-hmm. And that's banishing the negative thoughts. That's when, you know, like, right. Negative self-talk is going to come in mm-hmm. or someone else externally is going to tell you, you can't do that. You mm-hmm. can't have five new clients you can't you know you're going to be too salesy or whatever and you have to just recognize that for what it is Mm -hmm. and I like to have people just mentally kick it out um visual people I'll have it draw draw what that looks like on a piece of paper 
or just picture it mm-hmm. flying away or going away or your spiritual gift taking over and mm-hmm. you can't have that in your world. Right. You know, and those things exist. I mean, you know, we're, we're not saying that you're going around being Pollyanna, but it's about not letting it take over your life. Yeah. And, and not letting it keep you from what you're meant to receive. Mm-hmm. So if you've declared your intention, the universe or spirit or God or whatever you want to call it has given you that feeling inside for a reason, right? You have that goal for a reason. And so you're meant to receive. And yeah, so just not letting negativity try to keep you from what you're meant to do. Right. Love okay, it. so what's the N in harmony? So N <laughs> is nourish. And this is a little bit where kind of just reaffirm who you are with yourself. Some people call it self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean you get to go out and go to the spa, although you can, but it, that's not really what it's about. It's just about nourishing yourself and knowing that you have exactly what you need mm-hmm. to be successful, right? Trust yourself and your spiritual gifts and then get help, you know, where you need it, if you mm-hmm. need it. Right. You know, and, and I, I'm interested in that because I think that there are definitely places where you do, you know, reward yourself. Um, you know, I have spoken with guests before about cars. You know, if, if you're a car person, then, you know, sometimes your goal might be that you want to have a, he was talking about having a Rolls and I'm thinking, oh, okay, you know, that, that'd be nice. Um, but, and then of course I'd be just terrified to drive it anywhere. But, you know, it, as long as you're not tied up in the identity of having that Rolls, it's okay to reward yourself with it. Um, you know, and, and, and that's the problem is we do get tied up in those physical things, the big house, the car, the clothes, all those, those things. And, you know, but it, it, it is okay to reward yourself with something that, you know, you earned, um, you know, mm-hmm. you back in corporate America. I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of like you get a bonus when you do something so you can give yourself a bonus. Oh yeah, Absolutely. And it's funny when I was in the corporate world, uh, my, my VP was like, Diana, what would it take for you to hit this goal? And for me, it was a Kate Spade purse. I was like, ah, okay, mm-hmm. I want yeah. a Kate Spade. This is way before, you know, we all knew what Kate Spade was, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was like, and that was the thing. And that was the motivator. And, you know, you have to find what motivates you and nourishes you that, um, you know, that's good. And right. Spending money is a good thing because it just keeps the whole energy of the world moving. Just right. yeah, love it. And and like we said, it's not a bad thing. You know, now if, if you're thinking, you know, oh, my gosh, my life, my work, my whatever won't be complete if I don't have that. Then that that's you know that's where it's there's something that's that's a little bit off kilter. But but yeah, mm-hmm. if you have done something and you know shoot, it might be that that you leave early and go watch a movie or um, mm-hmm. you know, you uh, get to spend you know for the for the people who are incredibly busy, you know, hello, you have no work life balance, which that doesn't exist. Maybe it's that you get to go have a glass of wine on your deck, mm-hmm. you know, and that's your reward for the day, the week, you know, the whatever it is. And, and that's okay. It's not, it, I've had people that have said, well, you know, some of those, you know, like when we talk about buying something, you know, the Kate Spade purse or whatever, mm-hmm. wasn't well, that selfish? Isn't that self-centered? No, it's not. You no. have to take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Great. So what's the why in harmony? 
So why is yield? So that's where you just let go. I say, mm-hmm. just let go and you trust. My word for the year is trust. A lot of people pick a word for the year, mm-hmm. you know, and so, and that's what it's all about. It's like at some point you have to give up a little bit of control and just know, you know, you wouldn't have this dream, this desire if the universe didn't have your back, if it isn't going to support you. And yes, you have to work for it and you have to take the right aligned action to get mm-hmm. there, but then just yield. Right. You know, and, and again, we're doing it in a positive way in, and, and it's not, I've had people that have, have done, you know, the, the extreme of, I'm not going to take any responsibility. I'm not going to take any action. It will just happen to me. Mm. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> you still have to be doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, like I said earlier, I was talking about, you know, when somebody said, Diana, you're actually going to have to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. You're going to actually have to take some action. You can't just mm-hmm. sit in your chair in your living room or in your home office or in a wherever mm-hmm. and expect that money is going to fall in your lap. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, this is this is such a fun discussion, and and I love talking about all of this. And and so part of my research um, into to the program was to look at your blog, and I, you recently did a post on the environment. You know, how many times do we set up our office in a way that is just not the way that we should be? And and yes, there's feng shui and and all of those various <laughs> things, but you know, you just look around and you think, ugh. So how, you know, how is you know, having this supportive environment part of how you, you can be more successful in business? Um, that's funny. I love that post. And it, part of it is, and this is something that's really been driven home to me lately. It's just coming up in my world a lot. But mm-hmm. people are saying, oh, my gosh, I don't. No, they don't feel right when they're in their home office space. Mm-hmm. And I could totally relate to it because when I go to Oregon, um, as an example, I suddenly felt really inspired, just the environment, the nature. And I was able to write and connect and just feel really centered. And so that's kind of what I meant by environment. It's like if you're well, you're a spirit person, so mm-hmm. it probably is a great thing for you to maybe go to Starbucks or go to someplace that has energy around right. it mm-hmm. once or twice a day so mm-hmm. that, you know, you feel fulfilled. So that's where environment comes into mm-hmm. play. And if you know what your spiritual gift is or sometimes you just intuitively know, um, you get yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and you mentioned going somewhere that has that, that energy. If I were to go to, say, a library... That's not going to fulfill my need for that energy. Right. Yeah. And for me, it's nature, right? A lot of people mm-hmm. res- resonate with nature. I have another uh, colleague of mine who's she can't stand nature. She has mm-hmm. to be in the city. So right. she goes to New York City mm-hmm. and just knows that about herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when they're the most productive. Right. It's funny. I've been and, and I've had, you know, f- for the last several nights, kind of this recurring dream about redoing my office. So clearly there's something that's going on, um, yeah. you know, and, and maybe it's been because I'm, you know, kind of caught up in, in, you know, I've been having the exterior of a house painted. So I've been kind of stuck inside and all these various things, but 
I'm not feeling positive energy in my office. And, um, you know, and, and it, part of that does come back from, you know, like we were saying, I'm spirit. So I mm-hmm. need that energy and, and somehow the walls are just sucking it away from me. Um, and so it's, it is important to, to understand and accept those things. Now it's difficult if you don't have the ability to change things. I mean, you know, think about how many times when we did work in corporate America or for people mm-hmm. who, you know, are currently working there. They can't change their environment. You know, we're in cubicle world or, or whatever, but there's certainly little things that you can do that will help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always little things. You could even just put a picture up. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a nat- like I'm a nature person, so, mm-hmm. you know, I can have a background on my desktop that's mm-hmm. the mountains right. or you, like for you, you need energy. So mm-hmm. we'd have, you know, you'd have to find a way to energetically connect with people. Um, probably, you know, it could even be online in a virtual mm-hmm chat room right so just to get that energy up yeah and it's also noise um you usually i have obviously i don't while i'm doing the program but i have either music on or the tv on now i you know whatever the tv channel is i'm really not paying attention to it it's just something that's there Mm -hmm. and it's really funny years ago when i worked in corporate america i worked for a really big big company um (laughs) and i always had a radio on you know, just, and, and it was background music. And now I had a place where it was okay for me to do that. It wasn't interfering with anybody else, you know, all those mm-hmm. various things, but it was, it was still very quiet. And this guy comes in and, and he, you know, what, 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 what's that noise? I said, <laughs> I've got a radio on and, and it really was, it was, you know, light rock, light jazz, whatever. So, so mm-hmm. nothing that was, was going to be. And he said, Oh, I was like, what? And I felt like, dude, it's not your office. Um, but he told me, well, you must be very self-conscious. I said, what? Uh. And, he, and he said, well, only very self-conscious, self-conscious people with low self-esteem can't work in the quiet. And I don't recall what I said, but he left. <laughs> and, but, it, but that was just part of, you know, I needed that energy. And when it's, totally silent i mean and uh, you know i've mentioned my husband and some you know Mm -hmm. he cannot read if there is noise i mean he wears earplugs all these oh Mm -hmm. heavens no Mm -hmm. i cannot do that i need kind of that external stimulus still Mm -hmm. going on to help um so it's again it's about recognizing that that spiritual attribute that spiritual gift and then, you know, obviously you have to adapt on occasion. You know, I'm not going to have yeah. the TV blaring when my husband's trying to work. But, you know, it, it is all these various things and knowing them and accepting them is maybe kind mm-hmm. of the, the the word we really need to get across to people is it's okay to accept those things. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong. It doesn't mean you have to change. It, it's, yeah, it's just you know, who you are. Yeah. Well, when I was in the corporate world, it's funny. We used to take walks just for that reason. We would, I would have to leave the building, mm-hmm. walk around the building, just get as much into nature as mm-hmm. I could in the city and then go back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And my, it's funny. It's true for our kids too. So mm-hmm. my son is very much, he can't study unless there's music on and he'll even be standing up mm-hmm. and he'll study. It's right. just, and, and you're looking at that thinking, there's no way, <laughs> but oh my that's gosh. what works yeah. for him. That's what works for him. Mm-hmm. And hey, yeah, we have to honor that. Yep. Well, um, and that is where it's hard, you know, whether you're in corporate America or a classroom or whatever, when you have, you know, certain limitations. Um, but, but as we said, you know, do what you can get out, take a walk, um, have a different screensaver, have a plant on your desk. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it, unless you, absolutely can't have headphones on have headphones on um you know if you need that little bit of of 
music that's going on, whatever it is, it's okay to do that. Yeah, it's totally okay. I've even started to have, um, what do you call it? It's kind of like a humidifier with the smell, with the right. oil, yes, essential yes. oils uh-huh. in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you know, I love that. And it's funny because, and, and it, you know, some people really think, whoa, that's the, the total yoo-hoo, kumbaya stuff. But <laughs> there are, I mean, there's there's scientific proof that says, mm-hmm. you know, if you're needing to focus, this aroma will help. If you're needing to be um, energized, this one will help. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. uh, lavender is, is a good example of that. If you're having trouble sleeping, lavender will help with that. Um, you know, and, and yeah. uh, so it's it's something that I think everybody needs to be checking out <coughs> and, and see. You know, like I said, I keep having these dreams that I need to be redoing my mm-hmm. office. There's something that's going on. So Something's you know, telling you. Yeah. You know, and, and so look into that. Yeah. Well, holy cow, Diana, we've only got a couple more minutes. So, you know, if for, for our listeners who are thinking, okay, I'm, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling out of sorts. I'm feeling this isn't right. What would you tell those folks? Well, of course, I'm going to tell them to download my seven steps to harmony. Shameless of course, plug. like I'm I sorry. said, it's a, it's a worksheet. You know, it's you a worksheet. It. Download it. Do it for yourself. Yeah, it says things like appreciate. What are two to three things you are grateful for right now? So this isn't writing a book, folks. This is easy. <laughs> yeah, easy, simple little mm-hmm. steps. Mm-hmm. I would just start with what start with one thing, one okay. thing you can do, whatever mm-hmm. that is. That's mm-hmm. true for you. That's I, you know, just. Start with one thing. It's just taking a moment to shift your mindset. If you're mm-hmm. feeling, feeling blah, mm-hmm. you're in control. You have the ability to shift that. I mean, on a dime, right? Mm-hmm. And, and welcome in new energy. So, right. Yeah. So how can we, you know, what are, again, what are some simple little things for us to bring in that new energy? And we're not meaning energy as in woohoo energy, energy as in something that's going to help your spirit. Uh, well, you talked about it, starting making a gratitude list, mm-hmm. right? Two or three things that you're grateful for right this minute, mm-hmm. right this minute. Um, maybe one or two things you could change about your environment right now. They don't have to cost money. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's even just moving your chair so you can look out the window, whatever it is. Um, one thing that, you know, you want to set your intention on, right? Mm-hmm. Be very specific today. You know, is it? Whatever that is, that'll move your business because I want to marry the practical, you know, with the spiritual and you want to move your business forward. Right. So it's one thing. Yeah. You know, and, and I love on your website, you say, are you ready to attract more clients? And attract is the key word in there. You know, when, when we have everything going the way it's supposed to be going, you know, however you believe mm-hmm. that's supposed to be, it, 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 you said it several times, it will come to you. Um, you know, and, and otherwise it repels. You know, how many times have we been at a networking event or received those emails or whatever? And you can tell that person is just as absolutely desperate as can be. And you're not going to work with them. You know, mm-hmm. and there's just no yeah. way. You don't even want to talk to right. them. Right. So when yeah. you've got that positive energy, you know, those positive thoughts flowing out there, you will attract more clients. And, and most importantly, you'll attract the right clients. You know, you'll, the ones that really want to be working with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll say to you, hey, Deb, oh, my gosh, I want to be on your show or I want to work with you or mm-hmm. you're really interesting. Tell me more about what you do. That's they're opening themselves up because you're open. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Good heavens, Diana, we are at the top of the hour. So tell people again how they find you and connect with you online. So you go to dianabarnes.com and I spell my name differently. So mm-hmm. it's D-I-A-H-A-N-A-B-A-R-N-E-S.com. Mm-hmm. Google me, connect with me on LinkedIn, whatever works best for you. Mm-hmm. I love you've it. Got a, you've got a Facebook group. I love that. So very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, go to Diana's website, which is dianabarnes.com. Several free things there. Great blog. Um, all these various things. So, you know, Diana, this has been a delight and it's been so much fun speaking with you. Oh, thank you. It's been so much fun being here. I appreciate it. Great. Well, I am Deb Creer. As I said, I've been having a great time talking with Diana Barnes. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.